Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So here we are. It's the final week of July. And according to your trip to Target on Saturday... Everyone's stocking up. It was bonkers because uh, my brother was in town visiting. And there was, there was a, actually a springtime, I would call, early summer product that he wanted. It was a, it was a chair. Uh, like a lawn chair. <laughs> a lawn chair, right? And I said, you're not going to find that. I guarantee you that that stuff, they're, they're already talking fall. Oh, right? yeah. But anyways, I went back to that corner of Target where I thought, we may find something. And it was all school supplies, and they had already been picked over. That is so stressful. Isn't that crazy, though? It's. I mean, there was college it's not, kids. It's not surprising, but it's stressful. Yeah, it was. I mean, elementary, everything was just picked over. And, I was, and then there was a bunch of people in there scrambling to get what was left. And it seems like they normally restock the school stuff. Yeah, like, it's not. I don't know get what you need or it's gone. Right. Like other seasons, it seems like you get a couple of rounds to get the school supplies. But how many people, is that just not on their radar? Is back to school, is that shot? I guess in traditionally in the past, I just felt like it was, well, I guess this is Clara's real first year for kindergarten. She had pre-K last year. And Noah's stuff, you you learned early that if you didn't get it, because there was a few day, years you scrambled, but then we had the pandemic. So I think it was Noah's first year of school, which he's going into fifth grade. I was not ready for him to go to kindergarten. I was not ready for summer to be over. And so I put it off. I right. was like, I am taking a stand. I am not buying school supplies until the very last minute. And oh my God, did I pay? for that yeah. decision because I was, I didn't have, I couldn't find everything I needed. I had to go to a bunch of different stores, order stuff online. So then the next year, first grade, I did it a little earlier and kind of learned my lesson. But then the pandemic happened when he was in second grade. So that just threw everything off. And we haven't had a, a 100% normal school year since. And last year I bought early, I think it was the beginning of August and I just kind of stashed it away in hopes that the school year would be normal, which it turned out to be pretty much, pretty much. Um, And now this year I did order uniforms were 30% off at target this past weekend. And so I did stock up on uniforms, but I just ordered it all online. And I'm kind of wondering, but like, should I just do that for supplies too? There was a few weeks back though, where we had some friends over and uh, Emily had brought up the fact that you could just submit that one where somebody had it where it was all packaged up and ready to go. There's a few different companies that do that where you can type in your zip code, your school, your teacher, and you can just order your box of supplies. And we didn't, I think even target, you can do that. No, you can still do that. Like not through the school. Right. Um, but you can do it through other services. That's, that's brilliant. I know as long as you don't tell the kids because then they'll be like, oh, I wanted to come pick up my folder color. Right. Which I loved school supply shopping when I was a kid. Yeah. Like give me all of the Lisa Frank folders and let right. me choose them very carefully. So I I get it. They want to come and 
dig around in the markers and it wasn't, glue. And, when I was young, I, di- I did not enjoy it. First of all, I hated the thought of going back to school, right? <laughs> I was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. And, you know, because it was, you know, at that age, it was late 70s, early 80s, and it was just, there was, it was wide open. It was just summer. So I, I got mad when they started mm-hmm. advertising that type of stuff. And then when my mom would drag us out, and it was the, you know, we had to go to the the classic department stores because she had been through the catalogs at Penny's and mm-hmm. Sears and all of that other stuff. And my brother and I would, would just loathe that weekend of going out and buying all our school clothes and supplies. <laughs> and we hated it because it was like wiping out one of our final weekends of summer and it was always done like a week or two before we were due to start. You couldn't even think about doing that now. <laughs> it's so funny because my experience was the exact opposite. Oh. Like I would I would get the catalogs out and I would take my marker and I would flip the pages over and I would plan this like elaborate wardrobe that I was going to wear to school and then we would go shopping and it would be like a two-day thing and it was I loved it. And even still at what am I going to be? 38 next month. I still in July and August like get very serious about planning my fall wardrobe. Well, yeah. I can't help it. Well, you were you were up at uh, Jay Long's this past weekend doing some TikTok videos. I did do some TikTok videos. I did some um, just Instagram story stuff on my own Instagram story. And I was, it was like a pre-fall um, kind of planning session. And by the Jay way, to people who are not from our immediate area, we have a fantastic fine clothing store and lifestyle store here in our hometown of Mankato. And that is what we are speaking of. And it's fabulous. It is like a a throwback to the hometown department store. Love it. Yeah. It's men's, it's women's, it's um, intimates, it's housewares, it's um, beauty product. I mean, it's just everything that you could need all under one roof. And it's just a great experience when you go shop there. And uh, I can't wait to see what those guys are bringing in for fall. Cause I know that that's about to happen. I got a couple of pre-fall. I got a blazer. I got some vegan leather leggings and I got a knit sweater from a, a designer out of Chicago, which I was super excited about. Can you think of one piece of clothing or something that you always realize you don't have and you need that you, that, that, perhaps this year you're, you're going to go out and buy because I've, I I can name the thing that I haven't had. You know what I'm going to say. I do know what you're going to say. For I bet for all of my adult life, I have never had a weatherproof coat that I could wear in and out of a building to prevent myself from getting wet. I've had jackets, some that say they're somewhat, but I mean specifically designed for foul weather like rain, mm-hmm. And things like that. I've never, I've never had one in all of my adult life, ex- except when I was in the service, and that was not appropriate for anything away from that. Is this going to be the year that you? I'm getting one. Protect yourself I, from the elements. I know. I, why is it though that and I've never had an umbrella either? All I did was park as close as I could to the entrance to the radio station, and if it was pouring or raining, I would get out cussing, screaming, throwing a fit and and hold something above my head as I s- would sprint to the employee entrance. I did that all for my entire career, almost 30 years. Never. You were just allowing it. I know. You were just settling isn't that for just, getting wet. Isn't that just dumb though? Yeah. That I've it is. I've never had like a raincoat. That's or what an it umbrella. is. 
or an umbrella, neither. It's bonkers. I don't know why. So that's going to be my big addition, my my, my growing up this, <laughs> does kind of this fall. It does kind of feel like a, that's a growing up thing. Speaking of growing up, uh, locally in, in the Twin Cities here, just outside Minneapolis, uh, they had Twin City Summer Jam this past weekend. And uh, the big headliner was Saturday night. Blake Shelton was the headliner. And uh, they had a God, they had a, a plethora of acts. I mean, throughout the last few days anyways. But the thing about I it is. Nelly was there one night. I saw one of the, uh, one of the Minneapolis uh, disc jockeys. I shouldn't say that. What do they call themselves? Radio announcers? <laughs> I don't okay. think they call themselves either. I, I, I don't even know what they are anymore. But I mean, remembering what that was like, he was out on stage, had a few anyways, a few adult beverages, and he was screaming at the crowd, are you ready to party your asses off? And I thought, I've actually grown up because I'm at home on Saturday night and I, I stumble across this on social media and I'm like, no. I would very much I, like to not do that. I'd rather not do that. <laughs> and I'd rather actually go grab myself a snack and uh, turn in early. And we were both in bed by about 10 o'clock oh. on Saturday night. Felt fantastic. It sure did. Because you had a... Uh, a bridal shower on I Sunday. I did. I had a, I hadn't I hadn't gone to a bridal shower in a long time, but my coworker is getting married this fall. And so we Clara and I got gussied up and went to her bridal shower yesterday morning and that was fun. She Clara thought it was cool. She well, was all in because she found out she got to wear a dress, go to a party. Well, she basically kind of misunderstood you initially because she was like, we're going to a wedding. Oh yeah. I was like, no, you're not. No, nope, just the shower. You're not going to a wedding. <laughs> Uh, also, you brought the kids. You had a chance because you were due, God help you, to do another parade this past I, weekend. I was going to, with my coworkers and uh, the company that I work for, we were going to drive through one of the local festivals, parades, throw suckers and, and do the whole deal. But um, there was some severe weather that pushed the parade back on Saturday. And then it ultimately ended up getting canceled. So the kids and I were on our way to the parade. I had them in the car with me, which never happens. And I was like, I could turn around, I could go home, they could get back to doing whatever they wanted to do, or I could kidnap my own kids and spend the afternoon with them. Right. And so that's what we did. We went down to Artifact, which is a local pottery painting uh, establishment where you pick the pottery, then you paint it, and then you leave it, and they put it in the kiln, and it's... and you. It's, you make art, you make this creation. And the kids loved it. They both made a little treasure box. I made a ceramic tumbler and uh, it was super fun. And I'm, I can't believe that we had never gone there before. Right. I had been there with girlfriends before, but the kids had not gone. Right. And they enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really fun. And um, I think that you wait a couple of weeks and then they text you and you go pick it up and it's all shiny and glossy and beautiful. And so it, they're going to be super excited. I'm, it's cool to know that things like that are there because it's, I'm always looking for ideas, especially once it, the weather gets nasty, mm -hmm. right? When I, and I'm not an outdoor person in the winter. I don't like winter. I don't want to celebrate it and I don't want to embrace the elements. I like warm weather. So when we, when you find out about that, I was like, oh, that's awesome. We'll be able to do that. That's just a weekend stop coming up here. Uh, maybe even during the holidays. Well, yeah, and it All was right. kind of rainy on Saturday and like looked like it might rain again. So it was the perfect place to go because we were 
indoors. And then we went to the Carnegie Art Center and checked out the new exhibit that just opened on Friday. And it was all done by um, Cultivate Daycare and Preschool. Love it. So it's art by kids. And they have a big um, giving tree, like a nod to the Shel Silverstein book right in the middle of the art center. And it's just cool to see um, post-pandemic that space come back to life. Yeah. Well, everything seems to be coming back to life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, with inflation and the way the economy is setting now, I'm wondering if that is going to affect or, or they're going to anticipate it will affect the big holiday push coming up. I imagine it will. Are they going to come at us even harder? Because you want to know what? Moon Pod is still coming at me from last year. Is that the big fluffy chairs? It's like the big beanbag type things that sit on the floor that supposedly are make you feel like you're sitting in space. No, thank you. I know. They're well, gigantic. Well, not only that, but I thought, where the heck would you put something I know. like that? Should we get rid of our furniture and just right. get a few Moon Pods? I just, where, is a Moon Pod, a Moon Pod, by the way, if you Google it, it'll come right up. But it's this weird, fancy, big, expensive beanbag. But do you remember the love sacks? Oh yeah, oh yeah, About I do remember what, those. Fifteen years ago, there was the love sacks, which were these huge beanbag things that you could just kind of fall into. And they, where would would you put them? Like in rec rooms in a basement or what? I dated a guy with one in his living room. So, well, listen, you see the memes all over online that. Where, where, where you've got a bag chair in the middle of an empty living room and a television setting on a milk crate or whatever. And they're like, I can't believe guys can live like this. They can. Or a mattress on the floor. Right. That is not a joke. With no sheets on it. I remember when I first started my radio career, that was me. Ugh. Literally. And I would just move from spot to spot like that. And you want to keep as little as you can possibly get away with because you're moving all the time. When you and I first started dating, you had a chair. That's it. I was in a small, a, plate. a small two bedroom home that I was renting from a friend. And I was down to the bare minimum, a couple of beds in there, one in the guest bedroom and then mine. And then you're right. I had a chair and ottoman, uh, uh, one side table there, not even a coffee yeah. table and uh, a couple of pieces of furniture. And then I had a dinner plate, a plate. That was because I always ate out, or I would, I would, I would do something. And listen, that's how bachelors live. I know it was, it was quite shocking. Hence the reason I had to go see John (laughs) once I wrapped up my radio career. (laughs) Actually, I should have done that years ago. But yeah, speaking of that, uh, working out on Friday was my first injury. You tweaked your back. I tweaked a little, uh, just above my lower left hip. I mean, I should say, yeah, above, yeah. And I was just like in my blower back and I was like, oh no. And honestly, if I wouldn't have had the advice again and I wouldn't have been with a personal trainer, Brett, I wouldn't have known what to do, but he helped me work through it. And uh, uh, not, uh, I mean, not the pain, but immediately addressed the issue. Mm-hmm. So I was right back at the gym. I took some time off on Friday morning right after I had tweaked it. And I was right back at the gym on Sunday doing things that I could do and then doing my best to assist my, my, my sore spot in my lower back, which is rapidly getting better. And I would have just, I would have taken months off. Well, that's what I was just going right. to say. What a great thing. I know. A testament to Brett and the team of personal trainers at JP Fitness. Like you had someone you could ask. They gave you advice on what to do and how to work Well, he was right there with me. Yeah. Without just saying like, oh, I hurt myself. I better quit. 
which would be that would have been me in the past. Yeah. But now, again, I, I will tell you this, like anything else, it has become a habit, mm-hmm. right? Eating better, working out, things like that. So I'm like immediately I got up Saturday and I'm like, I don't want this is going to drive me crazy if I miss too many days mm-hmm. here. Right. I was like, I got to get back at it. So I got in there and I did some things and, and I got a good workout in Saturday and I'm feeling better and better every day. But that's a great example of why you need expert coaching. Add right? your brother to the list of people who think we've lost oh, our minds. My brother, my brother was down. My brother's about two inches shorter than me, right? And uh, he's always been, you know, hence a, a few pounds lighter than me throughout life. And he's... He'll be, my brother by profession is a truck driver, right? That's what he did, a class A license for years. And uh, unless he's gone out and done it himself, not got a lot of exercise. So he comes down and he's making all of this stuff on the grill. Like one thing he made this past weekend was what they call pig shots. Real quick is what it is, is he sliced up some adouille sausage, wrapped a half a piece of bacon, thick cut bacon around the base of it, so that created a little cup and then inside that cup was cream cheese jalapeno smoked them then turned it up and gave them a little bit of a crisp they were delicious but i'm sure that they were not too good for you i <laughs> did not have one. i had i had one on saturday night i was like that's good he ate like seven or eight of them and then he he was eating stuff like that all weekend long and we actually we we have to we have to talk about this because there was a couple of weekends, or it was last weekend, I went to Herbivorous Butcher in Minneapolis, right? So this is a vegan butcher shop. Yes, right. So I wanted, because I had had some uh, chicken substitute type stir fry at Crave in uh, the Twin Cities a couple of weeks ago. And I said, wow, that was actually pretty good. Where did you get that substitute, whatever they used the for chicken. chicken? Yeah. And she said, the herbivorous butcher. So I went over and I bought some of it. And I tried to do chicken kebabs on Saturday night. The vegetables were great. The The texture of the meat substitute itself is not my favorite. And one thing I've learned about that stuff, for me personally, you just can't serve a hunk of that like it's a hunk of chicken. You use What you have to do is cut it down smaller, get it involved with a lot of different things like a stir fry and use it like that and it it's actually very good and it's it fills you up in a hurry there must be a ton of protein yeah, it's in that definitely stuff. substantial and i also wasn't a huge fan of the texture the way that it was it was like a chunk like you'd put on a kebab right right and i don't know if i like meat enough to need a meat right. substitute like that like i would have been fine with just a kebab of vegetables so I don't know. It's I will say this. It's because I'm being honest. I like meat and I like chicken and fish specifically. That's pretty much all I eat right now. Uh, not a lot of red meat. I tried because if you get away from that for an extended period of time and then you have a piece like I went, I hadn't had any in a long time. And then I had a, a, about a six ounce piece of ribeye steak. And I, it, it was tasty, but it didn't agree with me completely. And you get, if you get away from that, it's hard to get back on, yeah, back on that train. So I've been eating a lot of chicken and fish, and I like that. And like you, I think that I would use that substitute that they have, the vegan chicken, but I would use it in other things like stir fries and things like mm-hmm. that. I wouldn't. I, I'm. I, I don't like the texture or the taste of it enough. 
to use it as a, here's a, like, if I was going to have a piece of chicken and a sweet potato and rice, I'm going to have a piece of chicken. Yep. Right. I would do the vegan substitute, like if you cut it up really small or shredded it with like black beans and rice sure, and yeah. sweet potato. Yeah. And I, that kind of application would be more appealing. But so, this is how you find out. And this you is just what, ex- experiment. So I made these vegan kebabs <laughs> and my brother was making pig shots. At and the he's same like, time, what's wrong with you guys? And he was like, "You're not gonna, you, you don't drink anything at all anymore." I was like, "No, no alcohol. I haven't had any in seven months." He was like, "And I go to the gym because I went to the gym Saturday morning while he was here." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "You're you're really going to the gym?" He went to Shields. He was looking for some reloading equipment. <laughs> oh, he he did. He was like, "You guys are insane." But are anyways, doing? so so that was our weekend, and he thought that was a pretty funny moment. <laughs> and I did make him one of my mocktails that he loved, though. <laughs> he did like right. the. I call it the red, white, and George because you made them on 4th of July. Right. And it's ginger ale, sugar-free ginger ale by watermelon flavored water. And kiwi. And. um, A splash of tonic. A splash of tonic and a squeeze of fresh lime. Yeah, fresh lime. And they're fantastic. They I are. They're you. really good. Give it, a, especially <laughs> for a summer drink, right? So that was our weekend in a nutshell. And it's hard to believe that this is the final week of July, as we mentioned, and August 1st coming up. August 1st is a week from today. That's bonkers. It really is. Because we'll be thinking about the great Minnesota get-together. To me, that's the end of summer. It is. It's like you go school shopping, state fair, Labor Day, kids go back to school, then it's Christmas. That, don't don't even, because once, uh, to me, once August passes and you get into September, they don't even wait anymore to push the holidays. And September, and we could do a whole episode on September because it's such a transitional month, especially if you have kids in school. Well, you like had anxiety about it in the past. I did. I feel better about it now just because I have a, a little bit better grasp on what to right. expect. Like the first year Noah went to school and I didn't know what to expect. That was super hard. Right. But now I, I'm I'm feel more prepared. But it's it is a, still a transitional month. As the kids get back to school, you're starting new morning routines, new evening routines. You're getting, you know, kind of figured out with like the school that they're at and the teacher that they have, and kind of what those processes are going to be like. Then the fall sports start, and that adds an element of scheduling football. And so it's just a it always September goes so fast because right. it's such a transitional month. And then it's like, bam, it's October. It's Christmas. Put your tree up, buy your gifts. It's 2023. I feel <laughs> much better. This heading into this August and September that I have the last few years. I'll tell you that because with the pandemic and everything and, yeah. and not only that, but the transition, which would be coming from our jobs and all of what we were anticipating has unfolded and now we've kind of fallen into a different direction and we're good, we're everything's good and I just feel like this when 2022 concludes we're a little over halfway through now it will be it will have been quite the year it will have been quite the year and I agree that I'm definitely in a better place oh my god yeah now than I was last year heading into August so that feels good but it is it just time really does fly it is here it comes All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m. Prepare yourself for a great week.